Hello, my tribe. So this is um, homework assignment number three, which is the second homework assignment under uh, first step one. So again, I'll read the assignment and I recommend that you um, pause this, go do the assignment so you can have your own personal experience and then hit play again and I will share my experience around doing this assignment and Um, The shame booklet that I reference is on the drive that um, I have listed on um, the site. So, uh, the homework, number three. Read, there is a solution in the big book. Again, when you read a story in the big book, translate it to food or sugar, if that's more relevant for you. And then read the shame booklet, which uh, is on my G drive. Then the writing is the another definitions assignment. I think this is the last one. So the you write definitions for the following words. Self-esteem, self-respect, self-regard, and self-actualize. And then you reflect on the meaning of those words and how you feel in relationship to them. Also, when I was given this assignment, I had to look each word um, up in two different dictionaries. And I, I believe when I said the last assignment, I said, oh, if you go to dictionary.com, it lists all the different sources. And I just went on there, and it doesn't seem to be doing that anymore. So I highly recommend that you go to more than one source, because without fail, and I double-checked this, um, the definitions will be slightly different, and will some will um, resonate more with you than others. So that's the homework assignment. So now I'm just going to talk about my experience doing this assignment. So one of the things that uh, was powerful for me in doing this assignment is that I come from, you know, uh, the uh, school of arrogance. And so I, um, so this is my learning curve is, you know, they talk about, you know, the, um, you know, they, there's a saying in the rooms like, you know, the biggest piece of turd that the world revolved around. Now, that's not actually arrogance. That's not what they're talking about. You know, um, sometimes it is. But just to clarify, sometimes what they're talking about is um, you think very, you have a very low opinion of yourself. And yet you're your favorite topic to think about like you're so in your own thoughts and in your and you think everyone is reacting to you or if someone has a frown on their face they're um it's because you've done something so again you know that you're the biggest piece of turd that the world revolves around so that's that's one of the things um that they sort of talk about that was not my experience. I come from um, arrogance. And the thing about arrogance is, is most people, um, in my experience, that are arrogant actually do have low self-esteem, but they're cut off from that. They actually don't know that they have low self-esteem. And so that's why they get defensive very quickly is because... Um, in being arrogant, one of the things, and I'll speak for my experience, but I just, I'll speak for my experience and just say, you know, again, in the course of my um, recovery uh, history, I've, I've sort of discovered like, oh, I'm, 
I'm part of a group of people and these are the things that we have in common. And one of the things about arrogance is um, not only am I better than you because I'm actually internally afraid of being less than. So, and I, I can't be the equal to because if I'm equal to, I get way too insecure and I feel like I may be less than. So the only thing that makes me feel actually safe is to think I'm smarter or better than. Um, now, the, the thing about that, about that sort of arrogance is that um, I start to fall into narcissism or move towards narcissism, which is is that in order to maintain um, my idea of myself, I need unconditional positive regard. So if if you don't also think I'm awesome, then actually I can't have a close relationship with you or I make sure you don't get too close to me because I can't have my self-concept challenged. So that's kind of, so just a little background around that's where I come from. So because of that, um, I, uh, I was very confused around these words only in that um, what the true meaning of the word was versus what I thought. So, for example, I also came from a background where it was like, we said things like, you know, um, comb your hair, have some pride in yourself. So pride was a really big thing in my family. Also, um, I come from a family of snobs. uh, And interestingly enough, snobs in two different ways. Um, my, My dad's side of the family, he was the son of a colonel. And if you don't know, if you don't understand military culture, I basically just told you that my dad is the son of a duke. And so he was part of the upper class in that, um, and he grew up believing that. And then also, um, my, that side of the family, aside, not only were they, are they, you know, connected to the military, but they have a lot of money. So that's that side of the family. Uh, my mom's side of the family, you know, were working class, but but in a factory town, or not? They were not working class. I'm sorry, they were middle class in a factory town. So they were white collar, and they um, were on the other. They were on the right side of the train tracks, and so there was this real. Even though you know there was this real intense. Um, you know, class issue there, and uh, and my um, my grandparents that worked in the same uh, factory, PGE or whatever I forget what it was called. Anyway, they my my grandmother was a scientist and my grandfather was an executive. So again, this sort of we're better than um, and also like have take pride in yourself and whatever. So. That's where I come from. So I really confused um, arrogance and pride with um, self-regard, self-respect, self-esteem, and and self-actualization or to self-actualize. So um, I thought I had uh, really high self-esteem. Well, I did... So here's, you know, just a definition is confidence, self-esteem is confidence in, um, in one's own worth or abilities. I actually did in very limited um, arenas. I had a lot of self-esteem at work 
and my value as um, an employee or a worker. And I had a lot of self-esteem in, in, at school in terms of academia, academia. So the two things that I really knew was that I, um, I knew that I was smart and I knew that I knew how to work hard and I was a valuable employee. And so I actually anchored, what I didn't know that I was doing was that I anchored my identity in those two areas of my life and I kept, um, I, I made that the core of my identity because that's where I had um, a lot of uh, confidence in myself. Also, one of the things that was really interesting in um, looking up self-esteem again is it's that, you know, one, one definition of, self, of self-esteem is a realistic respect for or favorable impression of, of oneself. And then historically, uh, it can also mean an inordinately or exaggeratedly favorable impression of oneself. So what's interesting is, is that, you know, um, and I, I only, I didn't find that in all, in all definitions of the word self-esteem, but it was, in, this is why I recommend looking up the word in more than one source. So I, I do have to say that, you know, my, my, um, psychological and emotional evolution around self-esteem is definitely having a re- a realistic approach um, or a perspective of myself, and and so that's uh, you know very different. Also, over the course of recovery, um, I actually have self confidence in my own worth. Um, just purely as a human being. And I talked about this in my experience around answering the question, you know, why is it important to take care of me first and my emotional evolution around um, what recovery did for me there is that, you know, I am valuable and I am worthy um, just sitting here breathing, you know. So then the the next word I'll move on to is self-respect, um, pride and confidence in oneself, a feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity. Now, again, this was very interesting. I thought I had a lot of self-respect because, again, it was like, you know, walking around like saying, like, don't behave like that. Don't you have any pride in yourself? And so wanting to conduct myself in a way that, you know, I, I represented the upper classes in a really good way. And, and also, just so you know, I, you know, talk about having total, I, I ran from middle class to the ghetto because I actually felt safer in the ghetto. Um, and, um, my best friend at the time, uh, her family came from uh, a strong working class background and that's where I found love and, um, and acceptance. So I had this, uh, middle, uh, upper class back or not, not upper class. I'm not gonna, in a small town, it was whatever, it was weird, but I had this strong middle class, arrogant background um, where I was actually just suffered a lot and 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 I found um, honesty and respect and esteem in uh, working class uh, communities and so i I've always had just a very interesting um, internal uh, relationship around class issue, class issues and uh, so and, and whatever so that's just a little bit of a and some more background information. So when it said, you know, pride and confidence in oneself, a feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity, again, I confused that. I confused that with just pride. 
just pride, you know, and that's not what it's talking about. Because while I was maybe doing things that um, I felt good about, I was doing a lot of lying and cheating and stealing and binging and manipulating and transgressing, you know, one, you know, moral thing after another, you know, and, and wanting to completely hide all this behavior. So I, I wasn't behaving in a way that was, you know, that I was completely aligned with honor and dignity. I just had a lot of pride, you know, and I had a lot of confidence in aspects of myself, but not in all of myself. Um, the next word, self-regard, uh, regard or consideration for oneself. Now, what's interesting is, again, looking it up in another dictionary, a sub-definition for self-regard is conceit and vanity. So this is another reason why it was so good for me to do this assignment, because I had a lot of self-regard. I had a lot of, like, you know, investment in my own needs and investment in what I wanted, um, so an investment in making sure that um, when I fronted, which means, you know, putting on an, appear- an appearance for you or, you know, selling an image to you or an Al-Anon, we call it impression management, but, you know, we just call it fronting. Um, th- so I had a lot of regard around making sure that I was fronting the way that I wanted to be perceived. Um, so I had a lot of self-regard. Uh, but again, out of balance, that that turns into, you know, conceit and vanity. And then at the time, this was in the 90s, or no, this assignment was in 2000. But, you know, uh, growing up or in early recovery. So I'm moving on to the next word, self-actualize, which is um, self-actualization, which is a psychological term. But again, um, it was, you know, and what it means is to realize one's full potential, And it's not necessarily like the, you know, AA thing of like, well, you had so much potential and you wasted your potential. Um, You know, in this context, I really believe that it's about, you know, again, within this 12 step is to, you know, have a full life where you're, you have friends, you have family, you have a partner if you choose, um, you have a family if you, or create a family if you choose, you have a career if you choose, like the things that you actually want to have and that, you know, for whatever reasons you're not allowing yourself to have or you don't believe you, you get to have or can have. And so this word was really... Um, uh, good for me to look up and learn about because I understood that that's, you know, part of, um, what, uh, what the steps were designed to help me do was to completely, um, self-actualize to, you know, the life that I wanted and, um, and my full potential. Also in a step one assignment, it sort of asked me like, you know, is your life what you want it to be? Um, you know, as you've heard me talk about step one being, you know, a life beyond or, um, and my life, instead of saying unmanageable and my life is not what I want it to be despite my best efforts. It's like, you know, sort of this word is helping me and writing about it is, you know, I've given life everything I've got and there are so many aspects to it that I'm completely unhappy with. And so, no, I don't feel that I've realized my full potential, So anyway, so that's my um, experience with 
uh, doing this assignment and hopefully it'll be a, um, a useful and uh, revealing assignment for you too. Okay, bye.